Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. This one, it's a good one. I'm so, so excited. Today, we're speaking with Jenna Davi. Jenna is an international yoga teacher. It goes on, just wait. Retreat leader specializing in chakras and transformational experiences. Just that sentence alone is so my love language, but wait, there's more. So she's the creator of the Chakra Codes, a system of self-development and alignment using your unique chakra coding and the nine chakra systems through an energetic perspective. Don't let your eyes glaze over. We're going to break it down, I'm sure. I've got a million questions. I'm sure you have a million questions. We're going to learn about the chakras today. (sighs) And I can't wait. I'm so excited. Okay. So there's a lot that Jenna does. I want to jump in and just get and cover as much as we possibly can. And obviously, before this episode is over, we're going to know all good things chakra, but more importantly, where to find this lady so we can find and learn more. So with that, Thank you and welcome. Welcome, Jenna. Wow. Thanks. <laughs> I love that intro. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here and share the magic of the chakras because it changed my life. I think it's time. I think everyone feels like they're going through a transition of some sort or a transformation. And um, it's a time to discover more about ourselves. So we don't feel like we're being taken down, but more like we're breaking through and on. Oh, I like that a lot. Okay. So you're not on the ground. You're, I like it. I like it. Okay. So let's just start with, tell us about you. You didn't wake up one day and, and just become this chakra guru. Tell us all about you again, wherever you'd like to start. Yeah, I guess I'll start from the beginning. I'm definitely all over the place. So if someone out there is like, oh my gosh, how do you become an expert in, or, or really well-known in anything? My path has expert. been all over the place and I stay, still yeah, stay, the stay with expert because that's expert. Don't 
You're not playing small. You're an expert. Go on. <laughs> Thank you. It's also imposter syndrome. You know, I think uh, a lot well, of- that's why not allowed know. here. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. I'll fix your crown, take the expert title and keep moving. I'm sorry. You You were saying? (laughs) No, no, it's all good. So I started off as a musician and I did a ton of musical theater, a ton of classical music, jazz, pop. Um, And so, yeah, I started off as a musician and I was a musician up until around 27 years old, which according to the chakra codes, and we'll get into this, is a big transition. Everyone goes through, it's like the, um, the Saturn return. And there's a lot of mirroring with the chakra codes with astrology. So come 27, and when I look at my chart, it, it sh- I had a huge transformation. And so I started, I got burnt out from performing, and I said, I need a little bit of a break. And I had fallen in love with surfing. So I was like, okay, let me just take three weeks off and go surfing in Costa Rica. And I contact this lodge and I said, hey, I couldn't afford it. And I said, do you need a bartender in exchange for room and board for three months? I could stay down there and I, I will work for you. Just give me some, somewhere to stay and something to eat. And, and they're just, they said, well, we don't need a bartender, but we need a yoga teacher. Can you do that? And I just said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. I guess as a performing artist, you're used to being, being a chameleon. And I was also a dancer. So I was like, okay, this, I can kind of translate this. I had three months. I quickly signed up for a yoga training, got certified. And then before you know it, I'm down in Costa Rica teaching yoga, surfing my face off for three months. This. Wow. Yeah. And the thing is, I wasn't even really into yoga at all. I just wanted to surf. After this three months, and still, I did a 200 hour, which really is not even the tip of the iceberg of the yoga universe. And I realized this, I was like, okay, I think I need to do some deeper digging. So then I took a year off. And the first three months of that year that I took off, I went to Thailand. And I remember just this is when intuition and destiny kind of comes in for no reason. I just typed in chakra training. I don't know why it just, I just did. And this yoga center in Thailand came up and I just did it. And that center has changed my life. I still talk with the teacher. His name's David. It's pyramid yoga center. That's where I learned chakra numerology and yantra yoga, which is where chakra codes derive from. And my life completely transformed. And then before you know it, I'm teaching retreats half the year, coming back to the United States half the year and working a normal job and back and forth. COVID hits. I'm stuck on that island in Thailand. And I end up being stuck there for a year and a half. Ah, okay. Yeah. So kind of like a long story, but during that year and a half, I really solidified and, and I started doing a lot of meditating, a lot of I did some plant medicines. I also just went deep within myself and I realized that there is a a coding and I've been using this coding for my entire life. I just didn't even realize it. And I I kind of woke up to it. And then I decided to create the chakra codes because it helped me so much. I wanted to help whoever it calls to. So now here we are. Wow. That's so interesting. And again, no coincidence that... You were really, hey, I'm going to Thailand. Let me see what else. And then you get your two for the price of one 
and your mentor and your training. And now here we are today. Yeah. It's been a tough, it's not been, it's not been easy. I'll tell you what. It sounds glamorous on the outside, but boy, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I'm, I'm sure there were just a couple of bumps and potholes and pebbles to your windshield, but that's okay. You you kept going. You weren't distracted or, yeah. So where do you begin? I know where my chakra centers are, but a lot of people have probably either never heard the word or are just not familiar with. So chakra 101. All right. So first of all, for anybody listening, just there's so much hip and hype around yoga and chakra and energetics. Just put that to the side for a second. Chakra is, it's an ancient word. It's a Sanskrit word from India. And chakra means a wheel of energy. And we have wheels of energy everywhere. Um, we, when we go like this, we just created a wheel of energy. When we have a thought, it creates a neuropeptide in our brain that talks to our, the rest of our endocrine system and the rest of our body, that's a wheel of energy. We have billions. Everything is a wheel of energy. Everything is a chakra. So that's a chakra. Chakra is just a wheel, a wheel of energy, a vortex of energy. Now, according to the chakra system, this is an ancient system that the Vedics have used. I mean, thousands upon thousands of years ago, and we could even argue in civilizations way before this one, if you want to talk about the history of the earth, but we don't even have to go down that rabbit hole, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's, it's ancient. And according to the, the chakra system and yantra yoga, which is what I had studied, um, we work with the nine chakra system. Most people, if they've heard the, the chakras, they learn the, the seven the, from the seven. root to the crown. I work with the nine, there's two more, but in reality, there's many more than that. So each chakra, each energy system, not only is just energy, it embodies its own personality types, its own system, its own life. So we ha- we have nine and each nine has a different, like um, like a star sign. It's a different personality and different traits and different characteristics. So that's the nine chakra system. In the chakra codes, Every individual is born with the nine chakras, so you're always working with the entire system. However, every person has their own unique coding, meaning out of the nine, you have one of those that's your dominant, your like your star sign. This is the one that embodies your purpose, fuels you for your entire life. And it's very interesting, and it's so true. I it's it's just incredible. Um, then you have a karmic chakra, and that is your chakra that embodies your lessons in life. Um, a lot of people think that this chakra karma is a negative. It means it's going to give me a hard time. Yeah, sure it will. But actually, once you learn lessons, that chakra becomes your sharpest weapon about just learning the lesson and realizing, oh, now because I'm, I learned it, I'm, I can utilize this. So it's very important chakra. You have a guide chakra. This is the chakra. If you ever feel lost, you go to that energy and it's a personality type. And I also use archetypes and almost, I can guarantee you, you go to this, this chakra and you will feel guided and we can go more to this. And the last of your coding is your, um, your gift, your guide, your gift, sorry, your gift chakra. So it's kind of the chakra that embodies your unique talents and gifts that you can give to the world. 
So it's a, uh, the coding is compromised of four. The most important is your dominant. So is it safe to say, just based on what I've heard you say, let's say your gift, your gift is creative. I, you know, I, from the standpoint of you started in musical theater, you said yes to a yoga position that you had to quickly learn. So a lot of people who might be more of um, either a book study or a type A where I have to be an expert before I open my mouth wouldn't, and, and believe me, they're, um, they're creative in their other ways, but I would say something like, and maybe your gift is just teaching, and I say just, but how, how do you define, since you've done the work on you, can we ask you what your gift is? Yeah. So I was not surprised to find out that my gift chakra was the throat. And the throat chakra, they, they tend to be performers and artists, speakers and representatives. They're also crazy. They're, they're very out there and uh, they're chameleons. They just, they'll make it happen. Obviously, there's now there's components to each chakra. There's an undercharged and an overcharged, which is a whole other thing. My throat might might be a little sometimes overcharged. For example, accepting a job that I've never done before and just saying screw it, I'm going to go do it. It's the the throat chakras are very brave and they're just they just want to express and they'll make it happen to do it. But, you know, I, I love this thing you said about some people, they're a little bit more grounded in their way of pursuing their talents. And that's also very important. The lower chakras embody that. The lower chakras are more, I really want to feel safe. I really want to feel like I know what I'm doing before I uh, go out into the world and introduce this, which is also very, very smart um, and necessary, depending on what they plan on doing. Correct. Correct. Okay. So you have your, so how do we even begin? Because you said it's tied into, I'll say astrology. Some of what you're saying reminded me of either, oh, what is it called, Stephanie? It'll, now I'm going to add time to forget a word, human design, or so is it based on your, your birth date? Is the time of birth important or just here's the day you came into the world when the dice were rolled, here's your combination. Yeah. According to my system, you do not need the time and date. And I've also asked this to my teacher too. I said, you know, what the time and date? And he says, technically it can matter, but when it comes to the shocker codes, it's, 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 you have chosen, you have chosen to come down and everything is so specific. If you get down to the nitty gritty, it doesn't, you become too controlled with everything. So he never taught the, the timing, but technically with the chakra codes, you're, you're also influenced by a chakra each year, each month, each day, each hour, each minute, each second. And, and then I asked him, I was like, hey, can you tell me the combinations for that? And he's like, I, uh, that's irrelevant because if you start controlling every second of your move. You're not living free will anymore. You're being controlled. And the whole point of this is to, I'm never going to explore it down to the date in the minute and the time. Because we create time. So 
as long as we have our kind of caps capsule and roadmap, general roadmap, I think that's enough for us to enjoy our lives with complete freedom without too much control or knowing. So I want to, I want to know my codes. What's my combination? A, I don't think there's anyone out there that doesn't, that may know their gift, but wants to really then identify it and or validate or might not be aware of it or give it much thought and be like, no, you know, easy to push that one aside. Yeah, but no, that's it's that's not a gift when in fact, oh, the way that you think and see things. Yes. You know, the your crown chakra is your gift. So how do you start? Yeah. So there's a whole process to it. And I usually lead whole workshops on how to do it. You take your birthday and there's some math to it. And that's how you find out your entire coding. But it's really important that you know each chakra first and the archetypes. Otherwise, you'll get the coding and and there's you have no real tools to pursue it. I do lead workshops on that. but, But for today, I think what's helpful is that Everyone, you can feel, you can normally feel what your strengths and weaknesses are. And if like, let's say, for example, someone says, oh, I know for sure my throat is not my gift. I I just know I don't like speaking in public. I'm quiet. Actually, that might be a sign that your throat is your gift and you are just out of balance. You have to know where the energy takes you. And energy doesn't know happy or sad. It's just negative charge or undercharge and overcharge. So if you are getting a red flag, which is this, I'm not good enough or the tension there and to get it realigned. Yeah. So what might be helpful? I don't know if you're interested in this. I can go over the nine chakras and um, people maybe think in their mind, is this me? Is this what this Exactly. Is? Exactly. I'm ready. Cause I'm curious what the other two are. Yes. Those are my, those are amazing. The other two. Okay. So we'll start off with the first chakra, which people don't know. It's, it's called Muladhara. It's the root. It's at the root of the spine. The archetype that embodies this is the pioneer. And they remind me a lot of um, native Americans, you know, native Americans, they're with earth. They're all about their tribe. They're grounded and they're all about safety. You know, they, they make sure everyone is safe and happy and and structure in their tribe so that they could have a safe life. And they work with the animals and they work with the earth and it's the earth element. So people with this that are dominant in this chakra tend to love family and being safe and having a good job and, and a job with purpose and feeling very rooted within their circle. You need these people. We we really need these people now. If you look at the United States, we're so divided. We are so imbalanced in our root chakra. We're just all over the place. We don't know what's right. We trust each other. We definitely need more security. So that's the first chakra. And if people are imbalanced in the chakra, they'll find that um, they feel ungrounded or even homeless. Even if they have a home, they just feel like really not safe. Okay. So that's the first chakra. So just, just take a moment and think from a dominant. It's just have like a keep track. 
So then the second chakra is about two to three inches below the belly button. And that is an orange ball of energy. The first one was red. The next is orange. And this is the sacral center. It's the water element. And it is the peacemaker. And it's the most feminine out of all these chakras. It's the, almost the complete opposite of the first. They like to flow and move and play. And they're super creative. Um, they also tend, if they're out of balance, they tend to uh, like drama because they like being around people and they'll hear what's going on and then they'll want to know the drama and they'll get sucked in. They want to get sucked yeah. in. The second yeah. chakra, they love to be, but they're a great energy and they love to play. So they're great with networking and event planning and anything to gather the people together. The third chakra is fire right at the solar plexus. A lot of people know about this one. Uh, this is the that like to do, achieve, go, third go-getters. They're like the CEOs. They are the ones that are really great leaders. And they tend to also be athletes too. Like they love uh, physical movement. And where, and where again is it located? Yeah, right at the solar plexus. Okay, yeah. solar so plexus. Under, mm-hmm. Very, very fiery. So we all have these energies as well, but one of them is dominant. And I can also find out your dominant for you too after we do this. Well, if you insist, go on. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Next one. So, yeah, it's fire. As you can already see, you can also take uh, society. We can just use society as this. We we are very unbalanced in our first. Our second chakra, we're also very unbalanced. We're disconnected from each other. Um, The fire, we're very overcharged. Everyone's very fiery right now. Very angry. That's another one. If the fire is out of balance, you'll experience anger, frustration, um, even aggressiveness. And the opposite is tired, lazy. So yeah, the fourth chakra, you come up to the heart and this is the healer. And it's very much what you think of a heart chakra. They're, They're the healers of the world. So they tend to be doctors, talk therapists, massage therapists, herbalists, um, anybody that wants to heal, mothers, caretakers. Yeah. So that's the heart. Then we go up to the throat and the throat, they tend, as I mentioned there, they're very expressive. And I call them the Akashic generators because people dominant in the chakra have access to the Akashic field. And the Akashic field is the field of all and any information, everything. So they're able to pick stuff out of this field and generate it into tangible things on this earth plane. So the throat chakra is very vibrant and very loud, but they also tend to be very scattered um, and they tend to be all over the place. They have too much energy to deal with. So it's no surprise that the human has manifested this in the throat because as you can see, it's very funneled. So they could take all that energy, but still it's uh, very easy to be over or undercharged. Um, The next is the third eye. I call them the manifestors because they're like the directors of everything. So they can see the entire play and they're able to say, like move a chess piece. I want this next video here. They're the Einsteins of the world. They are androgynous. They don't have, they're perfectly in balance with masculine and feminine, and they're just very calm and cool and collected. So they're great people. They usually tend to become judges. 
they tend to become people who mitigate things because they can get their emotion out of it and just see what's right. So like fixers. The next is the fixers. fixers. Yeah. Without any emotion. They're like the, the scientists. And then you have the crown. And that is the, that's when we start to become more spiritual. And I called them the crown because they're like the kings and the queens. They, they are very good leaders. They look at their, just their people. They want to do best. They want to teach and lead to help evolve their, their society and their people. So that's the one through the seven. And they're coded. I always forget to mention this. Each chakra has a code, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now here comes the most, in, the, the unusual here we chakra. Come, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the eighth chakra is located above the crown, above your head, about an, a couple of inches. And then to the left, because that's the feminine side. And it's, it's like a golden orb of energy. These are the mystics of the world. These are the people. Now I say mystic because they're also kind of imagine a hooded figure. That's a little shady. They're always in the, they love love to steal from the rich and give to the poor. They like to uncover things, especially when it comes to hidden information. So these are like the whistleblowers. These are people, people who are actually eighth chakra dominant, I find, because they want to uncover the information and share it with the world. They are feminine in nature, and the seven, eight, and nine are all spiritual. So the seven, eight, and nine start to get really hard to explain because they're not earth bound, but the eight is very mystical. And they're also very good with money and investments in luck. They're very lucky people. Now, the ninth, mm-hmm, they're, they're lucky because the nine energy is radiating upon them. So they just happen to get everything that they'd like. What doesn't mean they're not working hard though. Okay. <laughs> is there so far before we finish, is there any one chakra that you're like, I think that's mine. Uh, I think I go between the throat and the crown. I, but that's just, I, I haven't, really thought about it because I know that every month it is um, more and more it becomes like for two months and I don't know what what was happening I blame it on the planets it was my head was just the the voices in my head wouldn't stop and it was just so much planning and so much creating and so much Things, so many problems I was trying to solve. And every time I went to Reiki, they would say like the energy coming or the heat and energy coming off of your crown is crazy. Like it, this went on for two months. And finally, I really was able to quiet it to the point where I felt the relief. So I say that that's why I would say crown and throat, because I do have a tendency to speak up. But I would be surprised to see what whatever it might be where I think my I I think I would be dominant in my crown, perhaps my my throat. But I would be really, really curious. I've never really thought about it. I thought it just I think as the days go on and 
I know chakras can get um, clogged, jammed, um, and they need clearing. So I would be, I would be really curious. But talk to me about the ninth, who's spraying it on the eighth. That's what I wanna. <laughs> what was that ninth chakra? <laughs> So the ninth chakra is so up above the head and then to the right. So what it creates, the eighth is here on the, are, is there a video? I, do, I don't know if we're video or just audio. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I do record this, it, so but yeah, see. but I'm, I'm seeing exactly like a little Jiminy cricket over the shoulder. Great. So it's just above the head and then to the right. So it creates this upside down triangle. The right connects the left, left down to the seven. So this triangle. So the ninth chakra, they're called the elders. They're like the Yodas of the, the world, the Buddhas. They're the humanitarians. They're the highest energetically and spiritually. So it makes them, they're very opposite than the one. The one is the root, being on earth, having a family, being structured. The ninth is in the universe that has a really hard time being here on earth. And they're humanitarians and all they, their purpose in life is to just provide and help um, evolve the human race. So the crown is similar to the nine as their leaders, but the crown is almost like they're priests in a way where they get the information from the nine, the source, and then they give it to the people. So the seven, eighth and ninth are all very similar, but they're different in very small ways. So Interesting. Just, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. So just a quick recap. The the one chakras, their purpose is to is to create a pioneer a new way of life on earth. It's very structured. The two, the peacemakers are here to bring the people together and bring peace within the people. The threes, the five warriors are here to trans because you you have fire you throw something in the fire, so the warriors are here to fight and transform a new way. Four, the healers are here to heal. Five, the throat, the throats are here to express. Ajna, they're here, the six, the manifestors are here to manifest, to create a new, to see a new way of life and to plan it out, to give it to the world. Crowns are here to lead. And help evolve because they receive messages from the source. Eight are the mystics. They are here to uncover the unknowns. Nine, the humanitarians. They are here to serve and to evolve the, the human race. Okay. Stephanie. So. <laughs> you think. <laughs> so. Wow. Again, no, I didn't realize one or few can be dominant. Like I said, it, it just kind of, when you feel like, you know, you're mad or whatever, and you're not speaking up and normally, you know, something might be blocked for that. What is there? And, and for, and I'm going to just use me as an example. So when I feel, um, askew and, and I, think I am I am in touch I work on it it is a practice for me to meditate to journal 
obviously always striving to for optimum to to feel good to just be happy and and over overall good and not every day is a gold star day nope so when i am a little snarky when i am um oh, i don't know bitchy some people might describe not sure judgy you name the e i could be it I don't, my first inclination is not to say, let me get grounded. Usually it's like, who pissed me off and why? So is there a practice if we become aware of a little block? Is is there an easy practice, A, to become aware of it? Is it, is it taking a breath? Is it to work just to realign it on your own? Yeah. So there's a lot, there's a lot of things to the question. The the first I will say is in general, what a lot of people don't do is they feel the red flags. I call it like, they're the alarms. They feel the alarm and then they get overwhelmed from feeling the alarm when they don't realize, oh, it's, it's an alarm for us to realize, okay, we got to just pay attention. So a lot of people don't pay attention. They just feel the feels and then they start spiraling. So Sounds like you did a really good job as you felt whatever the frustration and it sounds like throat it's coming. It's you're expressing, you become snarky. You express how you feel. So the, the person would then focus on the area and breathe. Like you said, just breathe and go, how do I feel? Why do I feel this way? And start to unravel the root of it. A lot of people, what we're doing is we feel it. And then we just, we don't analyze it. We don't, ask, we don't investigate and we just start doing all the things. And then we need to hire a therapist to tell us what to do, whatever. I I love therapy, but we we have a lot of tools at our disposal. We're not using. And the number one is ask yourself, well, why is this alarm going off? What is it telling me? And then you ask the the who, what, where, when, and why's. Who was in, involved in this? Like, who got me upset? What? What were we talking about? What was the situation? Where? Where was this? Why did this? I mean, you just dive. Deep what makes it? What makes it true? Self soothe. Yeah. yeah, and it'll help you understand yourself better. And what triggered you? What triggered you? And then you have to start asking the questions. Yes, I think what what. You, I just heard, which was really good, and and I know I'm so guilty of it. Is uh, you know I'll come guns locked and loaded, and take everybody out because who's to blame? Because I'm going to look. Uh, but you, it's come back to me. Like I need to take the time. Let me take a minute. Why? Why did this trigger me the way it did? Versus. I'll get you, I'll get all you bitches got that, you know, you know, it's, wait a minute, take a moment, let's regroup what's happening here. It's all a reflection of you. This is all for your benefit. And, and a lot of people like to say, which is it like blame, who is to blame, but the common denominator is you. So, or whoever. So, you know, if you took yourself out of the situation, there would be no issue. Correct. <laughs> So a lot of people don't realize that they go, this happened to me. I got fired, like blah, 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 or whatever. And once you really start taking responsibility, 
start realizing, oh, I'm the creator of my own life. I get to control how I and that's hard. It's yeah. And then you can imagine, okay, well, if I took myself out of the equation, whose fault is it? And then you see, well, then the the issue wouldn't have even happened if I wasn't a part of it for the most part. So then you have to you have to realize, oh, I'm a hundred percent involved in this, and I am fifty percent. I contributed to this, you know, but you know, there's other ways. So, so that's just like a a general rule of how to self-assess and how to take control. Whenever you feel out of control, that is the moment for you to realize you are completely in control, even though it feels really hard. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Because when you feel it's, I think it's also easy for people to go to it's out of my control, let their hand, you know, drop, drop the string and there goes the kite in the air. It's easy for that to happen, to allow the panic, the despair, the, oh my God, you know, I can't believe. And, and yet Again, I've always said it's all about me, 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 and you also, I am. So that is, uh, that is so good. That is so, so good. What I want to hear a little more about are the retreats. Do you want to know your dominant chakra first? Uh, Yes, please. Okay. When's your birthday? Uh, May 2nd. Thank you. I do. (laughs) Okay. Oh, I'm not surprised. Okay. Hold on a second. So you are actually, you're the manifester. You're Ajna Chakra, which is, is, is so funny to me. The manifestors in between. So um, you mentioned like, uh uh-huh. And you were mentioning how you had a lot of like stuff going on in the crown and that you got a lot of throat, the Reiki. So what happens is if your third eye, which is the director, is a little bit unbalanced, you can get all of the knowledge and the information and the energy from the source and you can get, take it with the throat. So you have all these ideas and how are you going to do it and what are you going to pursue? But if you don't have the third chakra, which is the director of it all, it's everywhere. So yes. it's about, yeah. And your your throat chakra is your karmic chakra. So it's where your lessons are. So that's why I'm not surprised you speak a lot. It's, it's in your coding. So I think the more you learn how to control your voice, the more powerful because you're here to basically direct the world and help piece thing together to help show your coding. But um, I, ha- I would have to analyze it a bit more. Um, but yeah, and, and your gift is to uncover. So you have a lot, your, your purpose is to speak and to uncover to the world, all with the purpose of helping people direct their own lives. There's more to it. That's but a great, that's a great tagline for the podcast. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. it's, it's, that almost describes it. It's better than when I say it's like the show about nothing. Cause I just want to find out more and more and more and learn more. Huh? Wow. 
You're definitely here to uh, express and uncover. I, yeah. And I do, I do joke a lot. Yeah. That they gave me a microphone and I haven't stopped talking. They put a microphone in front of me. So I'm using sure. it. Oh, that's it's exciting. It's part of your karma to speak and you're only going to become more powerful in what you say. Uh, the more you hone into your, your throat chakra skills, like I said, it's not a bad going to become your sharpest tool. Hmm. So yeah, I'm excited for you. I'm excited. Thank you, Jenna. Thank you. Okay. Talk to me about these retreats because I've seen so many. And now that hopefully 2022 is, is just a different, we can travel again and, and start to see different places. What happens? I've always been curious. The retreat what happens in retreats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the, oh, the, the, you, you have an upcoming retreat mm-hmm. in Costa Rica. Yes. So I always go to one spot in Costa Rica because it's amazing. There's no power lines. Everything is off of generator or solar energy. And it's in the middle of the Corcovado National or on the edge of the Vado National Forest, which is the second most diverse jungle besides the Amazon. So you go down here and you're completely separated from your normal life. There is internet there, but you can only get it at the front office. So you are just detached. You get a a literal digital detox. And, you know, a lot of people used to say, oh, you can, you know, a lot of the hippies would be like, oh, if you go near a a power line, you can feel the vibration. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) But it's true. You go down here, there is no power line. It's all solar or generator as backup. And there is a huge difference in the way you feel. I don't, I can't explain it. And you have the monkeys. There's four different types of species of monkeys. I was going to say, I could only imagine. Yeah. And they're not like the monkeys in Bali or Southeast Asia who are very aggressive and mean. No, these monkeys are just, you, you, you're just with them. And it's just amazing. There's toucans, sloths, scarlet macaw. I mean, it's a paradise. So just coming down anywhere, but in this specific place is really important for you to detach. And retreats normally, they consist of two yoga classes, the morning and an evening, and they're themed. And then you have the beach and the waterfalls, but it becomes transformational when you have experiences such as there's three experiences I always give. And one of them is an upriver trek to these secret waterfalls. And and once we go to these waterfalls, we then meditate there and it's, it's really beautiful. And we have discussions and, and it's a great opportunity for people to have an open space to talk about what's working, what's bothering them in their life, anything. And it's a safe space. So it sounds kind of simple, but the upriver trek, we're in the middle of nowhere. If something happens, we're kind of, <laughs> you can't get out. It's, it's really amazing. The second is a night hike and you have about a quarter of a mile stretch where I have people walk by themselves in the dark and a lot happens because it's scary and you can also learn to trust yourself and uh you're only by yourself so you hear a lot and you see a lot that's going on in your mind there's also cacao 
house ceremonies. We also have workshops. You leave transformed. You and I used to just lead um, retreats and workshops where people came in. You did your two yoga classes and you left. But when you come and you theme it, you have satya circles, which means a truth circle um, every day. You set out goals, and by the end of the time, you leave really knowing yourself better and feeling like you can come back, insert yourself back into this world and feel recharged and have, and that you have some armor is crazy. It's it's, it's getting really, it's like, I feel like everything is coming to a point. Uh, We don't have the tools really. And we're not giving ourselves a break and we forget that we can leave. There's still other parts of the world that are very primal. And we forget this. So. There's a lot there that, I mean, we have a lot, almost, I want to say at our fingertips, it's, we have them to learn and it's not newfound anything. As you said, this is, goes back. These are ancient teachings, just as, you know, acupuncture and, and herbal, everything goes back to when it was, that's all they had. That's all they had. And all these years later, it's still proven. And that's what, that's what interests me. And that's what I really enjoy about learning about all of these things that there are so many options and lack of cliche, you know, we've got the power. We, we have to sometimes learn a little more. It lays right here with us. We are so, and that's another thing with the chakras, at least my teacher told me, is the whole point of knowing your your chakra coding is to empower you and to realize that you have all the energy systems and also each chakra corresponds with a different organ. So, or, you know, yours is the brain, the mind. And, and the mind controls the rest of your body. So if you can control your mind and not let the mind control you. <laughs> I'd like to meet you. How do you do it? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things we have the power within us. We just have to kind of calm down and breathe and access our own energetic systems and use them as tools. I love that. I can go on and on, but we're going (laughs) to save this and we're going to explore more because I'm going to do my chakra coding with Jenna. And then we're going to talk about this again after we'll do our findings, uh, a part two episode. So thank you, number one. I, I really appreciate uh, your time here and then just all of your knowledge just to just to set it out, just to paint a little picture and get everybody's curiosity. With that, where are they going to find you? Yeah, you can go to chakracodes.com. I'm a typical, nine is my dominant, so I'm all over the place. I've been trying to launch my website for like six, seven months now. But if you go to my website, it should be up soon in the next few weeks. I have a freebie on there for you, an affirmations workbook. You can go to my Instagram, chakra.codes, all things chakras. Also, there's ways to book a reading with me. You can go to the website, which has a, a little button for you there, or my Instagram. If you would like to attend one of my retreats, I will be doing, I haven't announced it yet, but it will be in Costa Rica, June 6th through 11th in 2022. And it's going to be a journey through the chakras retreat. You'll get a horseback riding or a surf lesson included two yoga classes a day. I'll be leading adventure excursions to the secret waterfalls and, 
and uh, the night hike and, and bonfires and so much more stuff. So it's going to be amazing. That sounds wonderful. Oh my goodness. I'm going to check my June schedule. I might be free. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. And I hope you guys learned a little. I learned a lot. And there's so much more to delve into. It's it's hard to just compress it in a couple of minutes or in a during your walk or during your drive time. So definitely check out the chakra codes, please. And thank you as always for listening. Another episode. Listen, find us. You found us on Apple, on Spotify, on iHeart. Love your remarks, love your comments, leave a review, hit us up on the website, joyfoundhere.com. And until the next time, be well. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.